You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Well, we are live from the Allen Samuels uh, Studios, and uh, we're fortunate to have Chris Williams. You used to see him, local TV, CBS affiliate, and uh, and then he just he left us one night. He just said, "I'm I'm done with you guys." <laughs> And he arrived in Oklahoma City area. He covers the Sooners. I mean, he's right there in the belly of the beast. He's Norm in Oklahoma City, covers the Thunder. He does it all. Chris, uh, happy holidays to you. Hope it was a good one. You got to see a little family. But uh, now you got your game face on because I saw just 49 minutes ago a picture from inside the Alamo Dome where we are only – Four hours away from kickoff, <laughs> Oklahoma and Arizona. How are you, sir? You know, Matt, you just brought up some old emotions talking about my Waco time. You know, I, I miss you. I miss these conversations. And, uh, yeah, I'm here. I'm standing in the end zone that's painted crimson cream in the Alamo Dome. It's a, it's a cool venue. First time I've been down here. Yeah, I've always thought it, it, that place could be a little better lit than it is. A little bit darkened in there, but that's okay. I always thought you would, after you left, you would keep like a picture of us up at your, with your, your Twitter site. But now you've you put Switzer. Who else are you with here? It's a picture of you and Barry Switzer. Who is that? Toby Who's Key. The, oh, Perhaps Toby. Perhaps you've heard of Toby Key. He's got the toboggan on, so I was having a little trouble with it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Toby I, uh, what it, and Barry Switzer—they're—they're they're at all the games. I—I I run into them at all. I'm sure they'll both be down here today rooting for the Sooners. So they, I mean, they're as diehard as diehard fans can get. Have you ever been to one of those? I love this bar, bars or whatever those restaurants are. Is, is Toby Keith? Doesn't he own a chain of those? Yes, he does. There's one in Oklahoma City, one in Moore, which is his hometown, just south of Oklahoma City. A little expensive for me. I, I go when my parents are in town, you know, when I'm fake reaching for the check and they're putting the bill on that. But, uh, but yeah, it's good. It's a lot of fun in there. I'd like to, I'd like to see you even try to reach the fake reach for a check. I bet, I bet your parents just send that. I bet they just reject that like Dikembe Mutombo. Now, here you are, though, kind of an on-camera. Now, I like this. You and Drake Stoops. Sitting down for a one-on-one, boy, you're really polished. Now, Drake decided to show up with his cap turned around backwards. <laughs> He's not quite as dressed up as you are. But I would say Drake Stoops has is, is maybe become almost, if not more beloved, than his father, Bob Stoops. And it kind of has something to do with not only his career there, but just kind of how his attitude even this season. When somebody asks him, like, something about, hey, these – does the rest of the season feel meaningless or whatever? Like he gave kind of an impassioned. He didn't even understand. You know, it was kind of like, yeah, we got everything to play for. I I think that was a big moment for Drake Stoops. Where where do you think this fan base is with him? And and again, there's so many legends there. I don't want to put him up there with Roy Williams or Billy Sims or anybody like that, but. I, I got to say, Drake Stoops in the for the past five or ten years has to rank up there pretty high, doesn't he? Oh, definitely. Especially Mosley after Lincoln Riley left. The way he left, it was guys like Drake Stoops that you know they stayed. They stabilized the program. 
a leader. And I loved in that sit-down interview we were talking about. He was so candid with me about just like the self-doubt of being undersized, of being at OU, and, and the thoughts that I'm, many people have of, oh, well, Drake's only at OU because his dad was at OU. And he has shown this year, he has shown up in the biggest moments, game after game. He had two huge receptions on that final drive against Texas. And he has just become like a cult hero here. And uh, Brent Venable said he actually played the clip of Drake talking about how uh, they asked if there was still something to play for. And he said, we could be 0-8 and, and there would be something to play for. I, you know, bust my tail every day. They played that in the team meeting and basically said, this is the attitude that Drake has. And this is the attitude that all of us need to have. And it, it does feel like that was a turning point with a lot of the guys mentally and just getting them back on board and, and still, you know, believing and putting everything they can into it. All right, boy, I love this picture, too, of you in front of the Alamo. I mean, that's a little bit too on the nose, the Alamo Bowl, and then you're doing pregame work from out in front of the Alamo, which I love that turf there, the the grass beautifully groomed right there in front of the Alamo. There you are. Matt Lively accused you of trying to kind of pull a Mosley with those sunglasses (laughs) and kind of let your hair grow out a little bit. You'll be happy to know I got a haircut today. So I've kind of I've got a little bit more like a a lively cut, kind of a, kind of a more closer, a little uh, conservative type cut. But you've got the <laughs> Texas flag, the Alamo behind you. My gosh, what else could you have pulled in there? <laughs> I mean, you you are all you are all Alamoed up. Uh, and I, there's another Texas flag in the background. What did you as you were and then of course you put the you, you titled this Remember It. Did you did you provide any Alamo Bowl or like Alamo historical stuff for your viewers? <laughs> no, I that was strictly recreational that trip. That was so my my dad's from San Antonio. When I was maybe okay. 6 years old, we went down there, went through the Alamo. I spent my whole life thinking they won at the Alamo because it's such a celebration. So it was good to get back and actually read, you know, of what what actually we are remembering. From the Alamo there, and, and lively, you know, when they say I look like Mosley, that was the nicest thing I got. So you'll have to send me a picture of the new cut, and I'll uh, I'll take it to my stylist, see if I can match you all over again. <laughs> Tell me about the stylist there in Norman in Oklahoma City. I'd like to hear more. I'd like to hear kind of what your options are there. But, uh, no, I don't, and by the way, don't go to wherever Joe John Finley goes. I mean, you talk about a man <laughs> – who kind of lets the beard get unwieldy there. Um, that's a kind of an interesting uh, mountain man look that, that he's going with. I'm interested in Chris Williams with us. And, uh, boy, Chris now is is right there at News 9 covering the uh, Sooners, uh, boy, Oklahoma State Cowboys, the Thunder. I wish you could have played. You should have tried to cover both of those games. Been there for the Aggies and the Pokes, and then gotten in there for Oklahoma. I mean, I I'm sure a few people tried to pull that off. Did you Did you think about making that dosey dough? I thought about it for uh, for about 15 seconds, and then I, I flew straight <laughs> down here from Salt Lake City, where I was home visiting family. I was like, Do I want to fly down here, drive to Houston, cover a game, get out at 1 a.m. I did want to do it, but they sent someone else over there. We have a John Holton is the the radio analyst for the Cowboys, so he handled most of that. I would have gladly done it, Mosley, but I can also tell you it was nice sleeping in this morning after uh, after a late night on the Riverwalk. 
Yeah, that, that concerned me a bit when I couldn't reach you at about 11 this morning. I thought, oh, the young, <laughs> the young Williams out making his way around his, uh, his father's favorite town, looking around. There are some piano bars, some dueling piano bars that can get you in trouble on the Riverwalk, I'm told. All right, um, I, I am, uh, by the way, it got a former TCU quarterback in trouble. Trevon Boykin ran into some issues on the Riverwalk one night, and that derailed his career. Thankfully, it sounds like you've bounced back okay. What do we expect from uh, Jackson Arnold, uh, Oklahoma's young quarterback? And I thought that was really interesting, what, the, what, what Joe John Finley, and I guess he's going to do that. With Seth Luttrell, I'm trying to keep all my people straight because Lebby is now with Mississippi State, the head coach. I think you have a Luttrell and Joe John Finley situation as the co-offensive coordinators there in Sooners land. This is an interesting bowl game for a lot of reasons, but not not the least of which is new young quarterback stepping in, new coordinators. Um, like, who's the play caller in this game? And, and what can you tell us about this young quarterback? So Seth Luttrell will, will call the plays, and listeners in Texas will remember him. He was the head coach at North Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got let go and, and came to OU as kind of a rehab-type year. Not, not literal rehab, but just a year to step back and figure things <laughs> out. And he said he was getting antsy. I don't want to start any rumors there about Seth Luttrell. He was yeah, getting a little antsy okay. down the stretch. Uh, where is he going to land next? And things worked out with Levy going to Mississippi State, opened up. So Seth will call the plays, and then uh, but Joe John will help you know with the game plan and help with things on game day. Interestingly enough, Seth wouldn't tell us if he's going to be on the sideline or in the press or up in the booth today. He just kind of smiled and said, "You'll have to wait and see." So I don't know, I don't know what's going to happen with that. And then, uh, but Jackson Arnold, I mean, the excitement level in the state of Oklahoma for this kid, who I mean, he played right there at Denton Geyer and had a great <clears throat> career there. They believe that he is like a Sam Bradford type talent. Uh, they, I mean, like Joe John Finley said, you alluded to it, where he said, you know, people weren't that upset about Dylan Gabriel leaving because of the belief they have in Jackson Arnold, what they want to see out of him. He has the most effortless release I've ever seen, Mosey. It stood out first thing at practice. The way he throws the ball, it just leaves his hands so smoothly every <laughs> single time. Obviously, there's a lot more than that to playing quarterback, but the kid seems poised and, and has the arm strength. And I, I, they believe that he is going to be the next sooner great. I like that you bypass like two other Heisman winners of the past like six, five to seven years and went back to Bradford. But I, I hear what you're saying. Maybe he does kind of look, give you a Bradford type look, the delivery. Um, I, isn't that interesting? And, and, and even that Joe John Finley, that piece you put up on Twitter, he was saying that kind of same thing that, that, you know, that's why not everybody's going crazy about Dylan Gabriel. Leaving, did you notice where Gabriel ends up? They they now in Oregon have two like big time quarterbacks coming in to go along with the great Novasod, who flipped on the Bears, yeah. right? Yeah. And and yeah. the Novasod family now sitting in the three hole, it would appear. Um, and uh, I I'd hope they would come calling again to the Bears, and the Bears would just say, "No, sorry, we've moved on." We've moved on with our lives. Thanks for thanks for checking in. But uh, I would say, Chris, keep the keep the the cleanly shaven look that you have because the Finley, the heavy beard with the short cropped hair is a 
that's a strange like he he looks like oh man I, he could come after you or something like if you ask him a question he didn't like he looks like he could totally handle his business if you want to feel old it's when the offensive coordinators become the guys you felt like were just playing like three years ago like in my mind joe john finley was just running routes like a couple seasons ago and now he's the now he's the co-offensive coordinator. Uh, that's interesting. Now, Chris, would you be okay for old time's sake with us running the KWTX? We just haven't changed the wording yet. Or do you want us to look up a new pick of you and and try to attach your new brand to it? We'll give you the choice. I just I mean, you got that beautiful old graphic. I- yeah. Go ahead. There's the one I look like Matt Mosley in. That's never a bad choice. You know, people might think that I'm your son if you post it. No, I, you can do the KWTX one, and then next time when we okay. revisit again, which I hope you'll have me on again, then, then we'll get it updated. Does that sound good? We're gonna, we are because CNB, Central National Bank, our presenting sponsor, handles all our graphics. And it occurred to me today, oh, my gosh, we haven't brushed it up. We haven't gotten the new look. So we'll go one more KWTX. We'll explain in the little area who you're with now. And then next time we'll get it all cleaned up. But, boy, I do like that look. And what, do you, what kind of pullover is that you have on? What is, what, what is that brand where you kind of like, like a scorpion or something on your, on your three-quarter zip? What is that? It's a Spider, spider. That's that. Uh, you know, growing up in the mountains of Utah, it's a huge brand up there. I have all sorts of spider. I, I got another spider quarters of actually for Christmas, just barely, Matt. Maybe I, if I see them next time I'm home in Salt Lake City, maybe I can scoop one up. You'll uh, you'll have to give me your size. <laughs> just always assume it's XL or higher. Um, <laughs> but uh, all right. By the way, is there anything you can tell us about these wildcats? I mean, you're a man who spent your time out in that kind of that part of the world and whether it be in the mountains of Utah or Arizona or California, you've been to all these places. I, I'm I'm fascinated with this Arizona team that will show up next year in the Big Twelve. Um any thoughts on 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 that team? I mean I we I mean obviously we're more interested in the Sooners, but this is a, a very interesting matchup. This is a team that sneakily ended up finishing the season on a strong note and their head coach was even mentioned for national coach of the year yeah yeah so they've three losses two of those in overtime one of them against undefeated washington by seven and that was in the quarterback's first start so first thing fans should know is be scared of noah fafita redshirt freshman this year took over when uh, the starting quarterback got injured midway season and kept the job the rest of the way he is outstanding dual threat quarterback and he is going to be a menace in the conference next year and uh, you mentioned jet fish uh, you could tell just right away uh, we all had the same reaction in the joint press conference when he came in i mean he is just with it when when you hear him talk when you you know hear the message he has the way he presents himself he is the real deal and he has something special going on down there in arizona the fans i didn't know there were that many arizona fans they're all over the river walk they are excited about this group and I don't know. Arizona could be a force to be reckoned with in the Big 12 Conference, I think, for years to come. Wow. I mean, that, that, you got me kind of worried about Arizona. I was already worried about Utah. Uh, Oklahoma State finished fairly strong. 
I mean, I'm afraid the Bears. Uh, by the way, Dave Aranda, I'm sure you saw that. Dave Aranda back with the Bears next year as they try to turn things around. They have a whole new offensive staff. Your old buddy Jeff Grimes has landed with the Kansas Jayhawks. So a lot has changed since the last time we talked. Chris, great to catch up with you, man. Good work. And uh, we'll be watching on Channel 9 and then, of course, uh, observing you on social media. All right? Have a have a great night there at the, uh, at the uh, Alamo Bowl. All right. Well, hey, if you watch the game tonight, look for the guy in a blue shirt. If you see blue shirt, that's me. You know, and I'll be thinking of you down there. Are you going to have your camera down there on the sideline? Oh yeah, as close Ooh. to the action as possible. Ooh, I love it. Yeah, when you, I used to see you and Jack and some of those folks. Uh, Matt, you are really good with the camera in your hand. Jack was generally just down there uh, uh, looking for the concessions. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Good to catch up, Mosley. Okay, there he goes, Chris Williams. He and Matt Lively, uh, our buddy Jack, used to be at Channel 8. We've really enjoyed all those guys over the years. Now we have a new crop of uh, uh, young uh, broadcasters, and we appreciate all of them, but miss those guys, Matt and Chris, and those guys that were respectively at Channel 6 with Matt and Chris at Channel 10. And uh, and they did some great work over the years and have moved on and are now covering, boy, NFL, NBA, the whole thing. All right, it is the Mosley Show. We continue on. It is a very popular segment. And, Aaron, at the start of the segment with Campus Confidential, I have some exciting news for you.